Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 4th, 2018. This is a series I'm teaching right now entitled Standing on a Word from God. This is actually part 27 of the series. I've been dealing with Abraham the whole time. So for over a month now, we've been studying the life of Abraham. I want to go back to his life again today. Part 27. The title of today's message is Faith Begins with God. Faith. We are called. We are called and commanded to walk and live by faith. And faith is something that that is begins that originates in the heart of God, not in the heart of man. And that's what I'll deal with on today. But going back to the life of Abraham. So by now, you know his story. And, and I love stories in the Bible. You know, uh, uh, TV is great, but, you know, the Bible has some good stories, too. God spoke to this man named Abram when he was 75 years old. His wife was 65 years old. They didn't have any children. They were living in the land of idol worshipers in Ur of the Chaldeans. And God speaks to this man. And tells him to leave. And amazingly enough, this 75-year-old man left everything that he knew. I mean, so he didn't have a pastor uh, to preach him, you know, to preach to him or to teach him the word of God. He didn't have a men's group to go to. He didn't have a church to attend. He didn't have a choir or praise team to sing him happy. He didn't have a Bible to read. This man left. I mean, everything that he knew uh, for a place that he didn't even know where he was going. God said, just go and I'm going to tell you where to go. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make your name great. I shall bless all the families of the earth through you. And amazingly enough, this man left. He left everything that he knew. He went on this journey of faith, this journey of discovery of the unknown. And so when he was 99 years old, fast forward 24 years, he's 99 years old and God changed his name from Abram to Abraham. He says, listen, now you are father of many nations. I want you to look up at the stars. Uh, that's how many kids you're going to have. Look down at the grains of sand. That's how many kids you're going to have. And so about a year later, he and his wife had the baby. He was 100 years old. She was 90 years old. And they had finally this baby boy, right? But the baby was part of the blessing. He was not the full blessing. Remember, the blessing was all the families of the earth are going to be blessed through you and through your descendants. So while he's holding this baby and he appreciates God for the baby, the baby is now the conduit of the full blessing. If my descendants are going to be blessed, then and I only have one child, then the blessing is going to flow through this boy. Fast forward 17 years after that. The boy is 17 years old. Abraham is 117 years old. He's been walking with God for 42 years. And the Bible says after all of this time that God decided to test Abraham's faith. And God tells Abraham, go up to this, go to Moriah. I'm going to tell you where to go. Just go to the land of Moriah on one of the mountaintops there. I want you to sacrifice the boy, offer him up as a burnt offering. He grabs the boy, grabs his servants, grabs a donkey, gets the wood. They take off. After three days later, they look up and he nobody told him which mountaintop it was he knew it in his heart he says that's the mountain he tells the servants you guys stay here me and the boy we're going to go up the mountain and me and the boy we're coming back I don't know how it's going to do I don't know how this is going to happen but I know that my dream is not going to die on that mountain and so they went up there he gets the boy ready lays them all out about to kill the boy God says no now that I see that you didn't hold them back now that I see you was willing to offer him up I'm going to use him as a seed and I'm going to produce a harvest and that harvest is still producing today over 6,000 years later, people are still being born into the lineage of Abraham and Sarah, into the, into the house of Abraham, into the house of Israel, because this man obeyed God. But all of this, this is an amazing story of faith. All of this, they call him in the Bible, the father of faith. All of this originated in the heart of God, not in the heart of man. This was birthed in the heart of God, not in the heart of Abraham. So faith begins in the, in, with God. Faith begins in the heart of God, not in the heart of man. That's what I'm dealing with on today. So what does this mean to you today? I have seven things to share with you on this morning. 
And, and the last three, I'm just going to give you quick you know, uh, nuggets there, and I'm going to deal with those a little bit more tomorrow. But let me just give you seven things for this morning. I want you to open up your heart now to receive what God is saying to you specifically, to you on this day. You could be driving, listening to this on a train, in an Uber, I don't know, wherever you are, at home drinking a cup of coffee, wherever you are, on the gym, on the treadmill, wherever you are, God is going to speak to you through this word, through me. You ready? Here we go. Seven things. Number one, if you look at the amazing life of, of Abraham, and it was amazing, you must acknowledge the fact that none of this was Abraham's idea. None of it. <laughs> the only things that were Abraham's idea were the mistakes. <laughs> but if you look at all the good stuff, all the good stuff came from God, not from Abraham. This was God's idea not Abraham's idea. And this is how it is with us. God made plans for you before the world began. And so God made plans for me before the world began. And if we are going to walk out our divine assignment, we must discover it. We must develop into it. We must deploy into it. We must find it, follow it and finish it. And we must do it before we die. Faith is not about what you want. Faith is about what God already planned from the foundations of the world. Faith is not about you coming up with something and saying, God, give it to me. No, faith is about you discovering what God already gave you before the world began. Number two, every promise in the written word of God is a promise from God to you, right? So, I mean, you could, there are promises for us to, to receive in the written word of God in the 66 books. Or, and there are promises that God speaks to us as well. Like, you know, God can speak to us a myriad of ways. But when you get a promise from God, a promise from God, I've told you before, is a revelation of divine intention. So when, when God gives you a promise, he's, he's revealing to you what he already planned to do in your life before the world began. When God gives you a promise, he's telling you what he already planned for you. And, and he does this to inspire your faith, to inspire your actions. But if you don't know the promises of God, then you're not going to be inspired. <laughs> you won't know. You won't know what to release your faith for. You won't know what to do. So you have to be in a position where you can hear from God. You're reading the word on a daily basis and you're opening up your heart to hear. You have an ear to hear what God is saying because it is through the written word and through the word that God releases to you specifically that you know what to do. You know what to say. You know where to go. You know what to release your faith for. But without that, you don't know what to do. Well, you can do whatever you want to do because you're a free moral agent, but it's not the life of faith. Faith begins in the heart of God. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Number three, if you're going to live by faith, you must read the word of God. You got to get the word of God down in your heart. Thank you uh, for tuning into today's word. I'm teaching you the word of God, the written word of God on a daily basis. You got to meditate and meditate on God's word and do it day and night. That's great. Further, you must then develop an ear to hear what God is saying, right? So when you read the word of God, you're reading what he said in the past, but you do so with the intent of hearing what he is saying to you right now in this season. So you're reading what he said, you're hearing what he's saying, and, you, and you're doing both. And as you read what he said, you hear what he's saying, and you apply now, you perform actions based on what you receive in the written word and, and in your heart, your actions based on that. It's called faith, right? And that's how we're supposed to live. Number four, like Abraham, God already prepared things for you already. All of these things were already prepared for Abraham. Abraham had to discover them. And like Abraham, God already prepared things for you. God already prepared things for me. God prepared things that we're supposed to receive, we're supposed to experience, and we're supposed to accomplish in this world while we're in the, the land of the living. But you will never pursue them if you don't know what they are. This is why you must read the word of God and develop an ear to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. You got to do both. You got to read the word of God and 
develop an ear to hear. So you have to know what he said and know what he is saying to, in order to live by faith. So these last three points, five, six, and seven, I'm just going to give them to you quickly, and I'm going to teach and elaborate on them more tomorrow. You ready? Last three points. Here we go. Number five, listening is the key to learning from God. The ultimate goal for you and I is to be led of the Holy Spirit like Jesus was. Jesus said, I only say those things I hear my father say. I only do those things I see my father do. So the ultimate goal is to be led of the Holy Spirit. Listening is the key to learning in God. Number six, knowledge is the key to change, right? So you got to read the word of God to get knowledge. Knowledge is the key to change. You won't change into what God designed for you to be if you don't know what he planned. If you're ignorant of what he planned, you will never change into what he destined. <laughs> and so you must not be ignorant. You have to learn. And knowledge is the key to change. Knowledge is the key to growth. As you discover things in God, you know what to change into. You know how to, what, what man, woman he called, destined, designed, and desires for you to be. Number seven, and finally, revelation is the key to faith. Whatever God reveals, that's what we're supposed to release our faith for. If you don't know what God said, if you don't know what God is saying, then you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You don't know where to go. You don't know what, what to put your, your, your faith towards. You don't know what to put your effort towards. You don't know any of that because you can't come up. Remember, faith is not something that you're supposed to come up with in your heart. Faith is what God already came up with before the world began. And so if you don't know, if you don't have any revelation, you're not even authorized really to release your faith because you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to sow. None of that. All of that begins in the heart of God. Faith begins where the will of God is known. I'll deal with these last three points a little bit more tomorrow. So as I close, and I'm going to keep teaching this, right? Because that's how that's that's part of my ministry. Because you can watch this and you get it, but you won't really get it until I keep teaching it over and over and over. And you finally get it that all of this is in the heart of God, that your life was already mapped out for you before the world began, before you ever took one breath, before your mother met your father. And that success for you cannot be measured in anything that you come up with on your own. Success can only be measured in purpose. Success cannot be measured in money or cars or houses or positions or titles. Success can only be measured in purpose. Purpose must be discovered and then so that you can become who God called you to be. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you, you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. Now, I expect to experience all you planned. I expect you to reveal what you plan to do in my life before the world began. And as you do, I declare that I will live by every word you speak to me. I read your written word daily to learn what you said. But I also have an heart, a heart that's open to hear your voice so I can know what you are saying to me in this season. Now, living this way, by what you said and what you're saying, I will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. I will do this by your grace. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. This is one of those messages that you probably want to listen to again. Get it down in your heart so that you can read what God said, hear what he is saying, so that you can become the person that God planned for you to be before the world began and leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. Before you leave the screen, please share this message with someone that you know, and you go walk into your purpose now. Walk into your destiny. God bless you.